Hi there, welcome to this week's episode of the Heart of a Youth Leader, weekly podcasts and videos to inspire you to keep your eyes on Jesus as you seek to reach out and disciple children and young people. Uh, the more I think about it, the most important thing that we can do is be praying for each and every young person we come into contact with. Uh, and I don't know about you, I wonder how often you actually pray by name for the young people that you're working with, the young people that you're discipling, the young people that you meet each week, whether that's uh, in school, whether it's in your detached work, whether it's in your youth group, whether it's on a Sunday morning in your church. Uh, how often do you pray for the young people and who else is praying for them? I have this concern that in our churches we see youth work as just for the chosen few. We'll find a couple of volunteers uh, and maybe if we're fortunate enough to be able to afford a youth minister or youth worker or youth pastor, uh, we can we can have someone who's doing it for the rest of the church. And it's wonderful because we don't have to worry about it. Uh, and and no wonder we're seeing a radical decline in the number of young people who are in our churches week by week no wonder we're seeing fewer people coming to the Lord because fewer people are actually reaching out and it starts not with activity it starts with the heart and it's like who who actually is is noticing the problems and the the, the lack of young people in our churches who actually is getting upset about it uh, and it's and and I've tried sort of shouting about it and trying to rattle the cage about it and tell people this is no good, we've got to change and I'm still going to do that. But I also think it's, it, it's going to take a change of our heart. Now, of course, if you're watching this, you're, you're probably already with me and I'm not speaking to you about this, but it's about speaking to the rest of our church. How are we going to get them to engage with the crisis that is facing us. You know, 60% or so people died in the tragedy of the Titanic sinking back in the early uh, 20th century. 60 odd percent. And that was called a tragedy because it was. Over 95% of children and young people across our nation currently have no connection with church and, and we're sleeping. We're doing very little other than going, yeah, it's not good, is it? Or it's a shame. Now, don't get me wrong, because I know you are probably doing lots and you are flogging yourself to try and change that statistic around. But we can't do it on our own. We've got to get people around us and we've got to get people's hearts to change. How, we, how do we do this? Well, it's really a bit what this podcast is all about, is trying to make sure that our heart is in a good place and the eyes of our heart are fixed on the Lord because he is the author of our salvation. He is the creator of the universe and he's Lord and saviour of the world. So it's not about what we can do, it's about what he does and joining in with what he is doing. But he chooses to work through his church. So if his church is sleeping, he chooses not to work as powerful as he might. So we've got to engage our church with the next generation. And I am more and more convinced that one of the best ways we can do that is enabling as many people as possible to pray for as many young people as possible. 
So I've said it before, I'm saying it again. What if, what if we could get every young person that you are currently in contact with being prayed for by a member of your church? How would that work? What would that look like? Maybe it's, it doesn't need to uh, be anything more than just giving out their names, their first names even, and perhaps their age or perhaps the school they go to or something that keeps us within our safeguarding rules and within our uh, GDPR stuff, uh, which is important. But what's most important is that each child is prayed for. Each young person, each teenager has someone who's praying for them. Uh, and and we can we can give out scriptures and say why don't you just pray this blessing for the young person you're praying for if you're a godparent or if you have godparents in your church if um when someone gets baptized if you're in an, uh, a church that does infant baptism or if there's a dedication or a thanksgiving uh, and and the parents invite other people to be in a godparent or equivalent role why don't we equip them to actually be praying for that child as he or she grows up? That's got to be the most important thing that a, that a godparent can do is to be praying regularly for that child to come into a living relationship with God. Uh, and there's a scripture that I came across this week and was in my uh, daily Bible reading time. And I was just like, this is such a good verse to pray over an individual. It's from Romans chapter 15 and it's verse 13 and it says this. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So first of all, let's pray it for ourselves. Let's pray it for ourselves. As Paul speaks this to the Romans, he speaks it to you and me today. May the God of hope God of hope and that's not God of fingers crossed hope it's God of the secure hope of what's to come the 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 life in all its fullness that Jesus promised the eternal life with our heavenly father that's the God Paul's talking about may the God of hope fill you not just give you a bit more not just give you enough for today not just sort of make life slightly easier not like uh you know, just have have a half a cup. It says, fill you. May the God of hope fill you with all joy. Not a bit of joy, not a bit to keep me going through this day, but with all joy. With all joy. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Whoa. Do you get joy? Do you get peace? You get the double whammy. You get them both. Joy and peace. How amazing. Just take that in. That the God of all hope wants to fill you with all joy and peace today. Just allow that to sink in. And breathe in. Receive that joy, that peace. And he, and he does that feeling as you trust in him. So as we trust, the more we put our trust, the more he fills. The more we lean on him, the more he fills. The more we take away our own control and give him control, the more he blesses, the more he fills us up because we're giving him more availability. It's like the more open I am to him, the easier it is for him to give me more. And so, so the, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So 
that you may overflow with hope. It's like it's just too much to contain and it just springs out and you can't hold it in. It overflows with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit because the more available to him we are, the more the Spirit works through us. Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. We have Christ within us. Whoa. And he wants to work through us and overflow to those around us. So receive that prayer for yourself. And now let's pray that for a young person. Uh, And you can use this verse so easily to pray blessing for each young person you know. And just put put their name in. So if you're praying for, I don't know, if you're praying for uh, uh, Sarah, you'd say, may the God of hope fill Sarah with all joy and peace as she trusts in him so that she may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you're praying for Ben, you go, may the God of hope fill Ben with all joy and all peace as he trusts in him, so that he may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then we can just share this verse with a number of people across our church. Say, just pray this verse every day this week. Would you pray for Sarah? Would you pray for Ben? Would you pray for Isaac? Would you pray for Josiah? Would you pray for Joanna? Would you pray for, who knows, whatever the names of the young people that you're working with. And just say every morning, bring this person before the Lord by praying this verse. Because we have a God who answers prayer. And the more open to him we are, the more he overflows the spirit working through us. Because the God of hope is wanting to fill each and every one of us with his joy and his peace. As we trust in him, as we open ourselves to him. And that overflows with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's so exciting. It's so easy. We've just got to make ourselves available and we've got to gather as many people around us to join in and to get on their knees and bring the next generation before our Heavenly Father. Go for it. (laughs) 